Hello, this is Josh Christman, pastor of the Anchor Church of Cambridge, located in Cambridge, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life that God has called you to live. Exodus chapter 30. Exodus chapter 30 and we'll read verses 1 through 10. you have it, say amen. And thou shalt make an altar to burn incense upon. Of shittim wood shalt thou make it. A cubit shall be the length thereof, and a cubit the breadth thereof. Four square shall it be, and two cubits shall be the height thereof. The horns thereof shall be on the same. Thou shalt overlay it with pure gold, the top thereof and the sides thereof round about, and the horns thereof, and thou shalt make unto it a crown of gold round about it. And two gold rings shalt thou make to it under the crown of it, by the two corners thereof, upon the two sides of it shalt thou make it, and they shall be for places for staves to bear it withal. Thou shalt make the staves of shittim wood and overlay them with gold. Thou shalt put it before the veil that is by the ark of the testimony, before the mercy seat that is over the testimony where I will meet with thee. And Aaron shall burn thereon sweet incense every morning. When he dresseth the lamps, he shall burn incense upon it. And when Aaron lighteth the lamps at even, he shall burn incense upon it. A perpetual incense before the Lord throughout your generations. He shall offer no strange incense thereon, nor burnt offering nor burnt sacrifice, nor meat offering, neither shall you pour drink offering thereon. And Aaron shall make an atonement upon the horns of it once in a year with the blood of the sin offering of atonements. Once in the year shall he make atonement upon it throughout your generations. It is most holy unto the Lord. What a, what a great reading. The altar of incense. 
was most holy unto the Lord. Amen. I want to preach to you this morning on the altar of incense. Amen. I wonder if you could lay your Bibles down, lift your hands to the Lord tonight. Just ask the Lord to speak to you right where you're at. God, I need you. Lord, I ask that you would move in this place tonight. I pray, God, that you would make up the difference. Where there's weakness, I pray you would be our strength, God. Where there's sickness, I pray you would be our healing, God. Where there's, where, there's, uh, where there's chaos, Lord, I pray that you would be order in our lives tonight, Lord. I pray, God, that, that, that where there's confusion, Lord, that you would be the light that shines. And you would be the, the lamp unto our feet and the light unto our path. I pray, God, that you would take us where we need to go tonight. I pray that every word that's spoken will be under the direction of the Holy Ghost. And I pray that you would anoint our eyes to see our ears to hear, and our hearts to be understanding of your word. And we'll give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands one more time. You can be seated in the presence of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Are you ready? Amen. We have been talking in the last couple of weeks, you know, uh, gradually uh, making our way through um, uh, the tabernacle and trying to, in the attempt to trying to get us to understand uh, the purpose um, that God had. Uh, when he spoke to Moses on the mount and he told him to build him a place that he could dwell. Amen. It was the desire of God to dwell with his people. Uh, we, we talked about on Sunday about the, um, uh, the desire. It's the desire of God not to necessarily dwell in a building, but to dwell within us amen that uh, that uh, he dwelleth not in temples made by hands but that our bodies are a temple of the holy ghost uh, that the lord dwells in us and he wants to dwell in us somebody say amen the whole purpose of the old testament tabernacle was a a shadow of what was in the heavens. Amen. It was a it was a representation of Jesus. And I talked about it last week. It was everything in it is a representation of Jesus. And not only a representation of Jesus, but it's a representation of us. Let me say us. Amen. We every one of us um, uh, have a uh, a right to to, to, do, to, to, to go to the presence of the Lord. And it's, it's God's desire for every one of us to be the temple of the Holy Ghost. And it was Jesus that made opportunity for us to come boldly before the throne of grace that we might find grace to help in the time of need. Amen. It was, it was Jesus that paved the way for us. 
But how many know that, that every one of these uh, uh, instruments in the tabernacle needs to find a place in our lives? Amen. Because we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Amen. There's a, uh, there's a place for the, the table of showbread. Amen. There's a, there's a place for the word of God in our lives. Amen. And how many know that we need to be partakers of the word? Amen. We need to be partakers of the bread of life. If we, if we eat the bread, we become the bread. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Amen. And, and uh, how many know Jesus was offered for us? Amen. He, he was offered for us as a, uh, he said, take, eat, this is my body, which is, which is broken for you. And also, uh, the Bible tells us that we are one bread. Amen. And after we have partaken of the bread, we become uh, uh, a bread for the people around us. We become something for them to, 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 to feast on. We become, as we are broken before the Lord, we become that, that, that bread that, uh, as we're instructed of the Lord, how many know that we can become that? Amen. If the word of God dwells in me, I can give it to somebody else. Amen. If I'm a partaker of the word of life and the word of God, then I can give it to somebody else. Somebody say amen. It's our responsibility to give it to somebody else. Amen. We talked about it last week. How many know that the, 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 the holy place, somebody say the holy place. We talked about the, the, the altar of sacrifice, how the, 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 the brazen altar was outside uh, the, the, the tabernacle. It was outside the first veil and the laver of water. And when you went through the first veil, you got in the holy place. Somebody say the holy place. Okay, the holy place is inside. You're in the tent. All right, you're, you're inside the tent. Uh, where we talked last week about the, the, the table of showbread and how that we need to be partakers. Um, it's in the holy place that we operate in the earth. Amen. It's, uh, this is the, uh, the earthly ministry uh, of the church. Uh, this is the, the earthly ministry of, of God in the earth, amen, operating in the holy place, amen. It's, it's with the, the table of showbread, which is the word of God, and the altar of incense, and the seven golden candlestick, which we'll get to uh, later on. And that, that's, a, that's a more extensive study, but the, the, the altar of incense was before the, the second veil. So when you come through the 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 gate into the tabernacle, you have the table of showbread here, okay, you partake, uh, the, the seven golden candlestick was here, and then the, the, the altar of incense was in the middle, right in front of the veil, okay, so there's a, there was a veil that separated the, the holy place from the, the holiest of holies, okay, does that make sense to everybody? Uh, when you come in the, the holy place, that's where the priests operated. Amen. That's where the priests had access to. They went into the holy place to, to minister before God for the people. Amen. Uh, they, they, would, they would operate. They would eat the, 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 the showbread. They would, they would take care of the seven golden candlestick, make sure it's preserved and clean it, and, and, and uh, make sure the, the, the wicks are the way they should be. And they would, they would burn incense before the Lord. Amen. This is, this is the operation of the church in the earth. Amen. How many know that, that, that we are 
the body of Christ in the earth. We are uh, the operation of God. The body of Christ, the church, is the operation of God uh, on the earth. It is, it is the, the will of heaven in the earth. Amen. If the will of God is going to be done, it's going to be done through the church. Amen. If God's will is going to be accomplished, it's going to be accomplished in the church. Somebody say amen. And so uh, this is where we dwell. Somebody say this is where we dwell. We eat the showbread, and we burn incense before the Lord. Amen. The, the, the burning of incense uh, is a representation of, of prayer and praise. Okay? It is most holy to the Lord. Um, it is the altar of incense that, that sets the tone. Okay? It... It, it sets the stage. It, it creates the atmosphere. Okay? Have you, have you ever came into a room and you smelled something terrible? You're like, oh. what is that smell? Amen. Somebody's burnt something or the toilet overflowed. Am I allowed to say that over the, in the microphone? Are we real people? Hey Amen. You, you walk in and it's, it's just, it's a terrible smell. And uh, when there's a terrible smell, uh, it's hard to get comfortable, isn't it? It's, it's not very, uh, it's not very attractive. Hey Amen. And so whenever we're getting ready to have company, we clean the house real good. Somebody say amen. We're not the only ones. You know, the things that you usually let go, you know, you, you, you clean up. Somebody say amen. And, and we, 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 we pick everything in order, and then Becca will say, light the candles. Because when you, it, it covers up. A lot of other stuff, right? I, I'm telling you, when, when you, you put the candle on and the first moment you crack open the door and come into the foyer, you're like, ooh, that smells good, right? It's inviting. You're like, man, what, what kind of candle is that? It's cinnamon toast. I don't even know if that's a. Candle smell. What's the one we have now? Becca's not even in here. She's no help. What's the one we have now? Nobody even knows. I just know it smells good. Uh, it, it changes the atmosphere. It sets the tone, if you will. It, it sets the stage. It, uh, it creates the atmosphere. You got a little bit of a candle burning, and uh, you got, you know, uh, the house is cleaned up, and, and people come in, and they, they smell that. They feel, it's inviting. They feel comfortable. They feel homey. Uh, it, it soothes the soul. You know, you, uh, you're, it, makes you, it makes everything just go smoother. Amen. When the, when the atmosphere's set, uh, uh, everything's in order. Uh, you have the incense burning. You, you have a uh, you have the smell taken care of. It creates the atmosphere. It creates the the the, the atmosphere for 
for the miraculous. It's, it creates the atmosphere for God to move. Amen. Uh, the, the altar of incense was there to create the atmosphere for the presence of God. Amen. It was there to, to create the atmosphere for the priests to operate in. Amen. It was, it was there to, it was a sign or it was a, it was a shadow of prayer and praise. Amen. How many know that prayer sets the atmosphere? Praise sets the atmosphere for the presence of the Lord. It sets the atmosphere for God's spirit to move. Amen. It sets the atmosphere for, for us to, to, to operate in the word of God and for us to partake of the seven golden candlestick with the illumination of the spirit of God. It, it sets the atmosphere for God to be God in our lives. Amen. If, if you're praying and you have a, a healthy worship uh, relationship with God, there's a certain atmosphere that it creates in your life that, that, that you can't get anywhere else. You can't, you can't, you can't find it anywhere else. It, it's, it only comes through that altar. It only comes through the altar of incense. Amen. What is prayer? What is prayer? Prayer is our communication with God, right? Prayer and praise go hand in hand. There, uh, you really can't separate one from the other. Amen. Because prayer and praise are one and the same. Amen. It, it, all, it all flows from a, a sincere heart towards God. Amen. Uh, uh, prayer, a lot of times we, we would define prayer as I'm bringing my my petitions before God, and I'm asking for something from God. Amen. But yeah, that's part of prayer. But how many know that that is not the totality of prayer? Amen. If that's the only place you get to in prayer, then you're falling short of what God has purposed for your life. Amen. If all you do is, is find yourself doing is asking for something from God. Yeah, he said you have not because you ask not. Amen. How many know we need to, we need to ask and you shall receive? I believe in asking. I believe in, in petitioning God and, and asking for what we desire. Whatsoever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive it and you shall have it. Amen. I believe that we should ask. That's godly and it's biblical to ask for what you need. Amen. But that's not the totality of prayer. Amen. The, 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 the purpose of prayer is a relationship with God. Amen. We have access to the very throne room of God. Amen. We have access through the blood of Jesus Christ. That's why the, the, the high priest was ordered once a year to, to sanctify the horns of the altar with the blood of the spotless lamb once a year. Amen. It was a representation that the blood is what gives us access to come before God in prayer and asking for what we need from God. Amen. We have access to the very will of God, the very the very throne room of God, the, the throne with which God sits on in the circle of the earth or in the heavens. How many know that we can go before him in the spirit of God and we can lay our petition down before him and we can commune with the very spirit of the creator, with the one that spoke the world into existence, with the one that, that 
that, 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 that healed the leper, that, rose the red, that raised the dead, that healed the blinded eyes and the deaf ears and, 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 and spoke the very world into existence. Uh, the all-powerful, all-knowing, uh, everywhere at the same time, uh, knows all, sees all God. We have access uh, to the very throne of who he is. We have access as the children of God. Somebody say amen. Clap your hands to the Lord if you're thankful for that. Amen. I, I think that sometimes we make prayer a ritual and we, we lose sight of the fact that this is a, a great privilege that we have. Amen. We should be thankful for the privilege that we have to come before God with what we have. Amen. And bring it before him with, with, with our heart, our sincere heart and, and the thoughts of our minds and uh, uh, the, the, the worries of our day. Amen. And, the, and the, 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 the worries of our life. Amen. And uh, the, the, the desires of our heart. Amen. We can bring all those things before him. And it is an incense before God. Amen. It creates a reciprocation with the heavens. How many know that if we never ask, we'll never receive? If, 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 it's, if we never knock, it won't be opened. Amen. If we never seek, we'll never find. Come on, somebody. It, when, when, we, when we use our right of prayer, it's a right. Of the, of the believer. It's a right of the Christian to, to, to pray. Amen. It's a, it's a privilege to pray. It, it's, not a, it's not a routine and a ritual that we have to do every day. It's a privilege that we can come before God. Amen. And when we exercise that right to pray and we begin to voice, let our voice be heard in the earth. Amen. And on high. Because when we come before God in faith in the name of Jesus Christ, we are loosing our voice, voice in the earth for what we want to happen in the earth. But we are releasing heaven to have access to our earth. Come on. We're releasing heaven to have access to our right now. Amen. We're releasing the eternal to have access to our everyday life. Amen. When I begin to whisper my prayer before the Lord in the morning, uh, as I'm laying on my bed before I climb out and I say, thank you, Jesus, for another day. And thank you, Lord, that, that, I, that I still have breath in my lungs. Thank you, God, for another sunrise. Thank you, Lord, for the health of my body. Thank you for a right mind. When I began to lift up prayers and praise unto the Lord, all of a sudden the heaven opens and that which is purposed in heaven can become a reality in the earth. I want to tell you tonight that prayer is a gateway to the miraculous. It's a gateway to the will of God and for heaven to access earth. Somebody say amen. It creates the atmosphere. It creates the atmosphere of our lives, of our hearts. If you're married, ask your spouse, can you tell whether I've prayed or not? They'll say, yep. Amen. Because it creates an atmosphere in your heart. It, it changes the very thoughts of the mind and, and the heart. Having, having access to the Spirit of God 
and the Spirit of God speaking to us and, and accessing our spirit. It changes the very, uh, the, the very atmosphere of our hearts. Prayer is a... Uh, is a sweet-smelling incense unto the Lord. Amen. Not only to the Lord, but to the people around us. A prayerful person, and, and I've been on both sides of it. I've, I've been days without prayer. And... I got to tell you, I'm not a joy to be around. Oh, Brother Smith laughed. He thought it was funny. It's because without communion with God, I am who I am within myself. And a couple days without the Lord, and I begin to slip back into that person. Let me know what I'm talking about. I began to slip back into that attitude. Come on. I, I began to slip back into the anxiety. I began to slip back into the fear. Amen. I began to slip back into doubt and unbelief and, and, and sinful thoughts. And, and I, it begins to change the atmosphere of my heart. And now I am no longer a, a representation of God, but I am a rep representation of myself. Somebody say amen. And it's bitter. It's bitter. He said, don't put strange incense on the altar. Strange incense was anything that was, it was anything other than the ointment that he commanded to be used to burn on the altar. The oil. Amen. It created a, a, a certain aroma. Amen. And when we operate within ourselves, we create a certain aroma. Amen. It's not inviting. It's not enticing. In fact, it's, it's repelling. Amen. We, we create an atmosphere of repellent. Amen. It's not, uh, we don't want a church that's based on the flesh. Come on. We don't, we don't want a church that's based on personality. We don't want a church based on uh, my feelings and my desires and what I want and, and what you want and, and squabbling and fighting and backbiting and tailbearing and envying and strife and jealousy and, and fighting and squirreling and, and, and quarreling and, and, and scratching each other's eyes out. Amen. We don't want a church uh, that's based on the flesh because if we are, we'll create an atmosphere that's repellent. What we want is we want a church based on prayer. And if we have a church based on prayer, we'll have the right atmosphere in the church. Amen. How many know that prayer is humbling? We humble ourselves in prayer before God. We, we, uh, we, 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 we position ourselves for, to pray. Some people pray sitting down. Some people pray standing up. Some, some people pray walking. I, I like to kneel when I pray most of the time. When my knees start hurting, I'll get up and walk. 
a little bit, and then I'll, I'll kneel back down, but there's times where, where, where I just lay on my face before the Lord. Amen. There's, there's times where I don't, feel, I don't feel good enough. I don't feel righteous enough to, to feel what I'm feeling. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Amen. Because when God begins to settle upon you in a, in a, in a visitation of, of prayer, amen, the, 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 the very holy presence of God begins to settle on you and begins to operate within your spirit. There, there's a certain humility that comes over us that, that where we understand that man you're holy and I'm not and you're righteous and I'm not and you're great and I'm not amen you're all powerful and I'm not the very presence of God can make us feel so small amen but it's a humbling experience to be in the presence of the Lord and and when you humble your heart before God it creates an atmosphere of humility within your heart so where when you get around people amen there's a certain aura that you put off. Amen. The presence of God on the inside of you and the humility of your flesh at the same time is a powerful, is a powerful incense before people. Somebody say amen. It covers up a lot of the other stuff. You know that that, that you can have all kinds of trouble happening in your life and you can still have incense burning. You can have all kinds of chaos happening, uh, but you can still have incense burning. Amen. In fact, it's a commandment. Amen. Every morning they were commanded to burn incense before the Lord. And every evening they were commanded to burn incense before the Lord perpetually. Somebody say perpetually. What's that, what's that word mean? Continually, right? Perpetually, without, without stopping. There, there, there shouldn't be an, an interruption in the burning of the incense. It should be a continual thing. There should always be a continual atmosphere of the incense. It, it should be, you should be able to smell it every time you walk in. It should, it should be the same smell. Come on. It should be the same exact incense burning. It should be the same smell. It shouldn't smell different uh, one time than it does another. Amen. It should smell the same. But because it covers covers up everything else. Somebody say it covers it up. You can have trouble at work and you can still have incense burning. Amen. You can have trouble in the family and you can still be the same. Come on somebody. You can have you can have trouble financially. But that don't change who we are with God. Come on, somebody. We can have relationship trouble, church trouble, car trouble, body trouble, mind trouble. Come on. Amen. We can have trouble in our flesh, trouble in our body, sickness in our body possibly. But that don't change the fact that God's a part of my life. Amen. It don't change the fact that I have a continual relationship with him. Yeah, there's times I get upset, been out of shape, don't know where to turn, don't have the answers, but I have access to the throne and I know just a little talk with Jesus is going to make it right. Just a little talk with Jesus is going to make it all right. It's going to change the atmosphere of my heart. Mm. See, it'll change the atmosphere of our homes. The atmosphere of our hearts. Amen. What's burning on the altar? 
Ask yourself tonight, what's burning on the altar? Amen. Have I been communing with God like I should? Has it been a per perpetual burning of incense before the Lord? Have I, have I left off from burning the incense that He desires? Amen. The thing that's most holy unto the Lord. That means it's most important to Him. It's, it's most separated unto Him. It's the, it's, it's, it's the thing above everything else because it gives you access to the very presence of God. Amen. It gives the very presence of God access to your life. The incense should be continually burning on the altar. Somebody say amen. It's not, uh, it's not a choice. God, don't, God didn't give them a choice whether they wanted to burn it or not. He said burn it. Amen. Somebody say burn it. Everybody okay? Somebody say perpetually. Needs to be a, a continual process of prayer and practicing prayer. I think some of us have have developed, I'm searching for the right word here, I don't want to say this wrong, because exercising prayer is important, and I would never want to say anything to try to discourage uh, prayer time, okay, because uh, prayer time is important, but we can make it a routine. Amen. We can we can we can make it uh, just something that we do. You know, not 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 who we are. Amen. It's uh, it, it can it can become cold. It can become uh, feelingless. Amen. It it can become uh, something that I just do because I know I have to. Come on, somebody. Amen. It's. Prayer is one of those things that that sometimes you you get up in the morning and you don't feel like it, amen. You don't you don't feel like praying. You don't uh, you're tired. You you got a headache. You uh, you just want to have some coffee and prop your feet up and sit by the fire. My heart's coming out, amen. You it's there's times like that, amen, where you don't you don't feel like it, and there's times where you just stick to the routine. How many know what I'm talking about? Amen. But we need to do everything we can to try to make prayer purposeful. Amen. And understand that prayer, uh, when we go to prayer, it's not, it's not necessarily about me. Amen. It's not, it's not, it's not about me. It's about him. Amen. Because uh, I have access to him. And if I can, if I can just set aside a little bit of time and create an atmosphere that God can speak to me, it can change everything in my life. Come on. It can change my body. It can change my mind. It can, it can change the path that I'm on, the direction that I'm heading. It can change everything about me. If I can just get one moment alone with the Lord and I can feel his presence, it can change everything. Somebody say it can change everything. I believe in prayer time. 
Amen. I believe that we should set aside time for prayer. Um, but we also need to have enough um, understanding to know when God is calling us to prayer. There are certain moments, there are times that we burn incense because it's time to burn incense. Amen. Somebody say amen. But then there's times where God's calling us to prayer. Amen. And when God calls us to prayer, I, I feel this so, so much tonight. And when God calls us to prayer, it is, it is inconvenient. Amen. How many know what I'm talking about? Uh, it's inconvenient for us in the moment that He's calling us because most times it's, it's, it's when I'm getting ready to maybe do something that I've been waiting to do or enjoy doing, amen, and I feel, I feel this tug and this pull upon me that God is trying to pull me to prayer. And it's so easy for us to try to push that aside and, and push it away, but understand that when God is doing that, He's, he's, he's wanting to say something to you. Come on. He's wanting to, he's wanting to uh, give you a revelation of something. He wants to he wants to give you insight into, into some situation or give you a word for somebody's life. And it's important that we, that, that we have enough sense and understanding to know when God is calling us to prayer. Somebody say amen. When Pastor uh, Bounds has taught us, the ministers, that uh, a lot of times when God calls you to prayer, you will feel Lonely. You will feel alone. There's a, there's a lonely feeling that comes on you. Uh, it, it almost, it, there's a tendency within our flesh when God is calling us to prayer to, to try to get out from underneath that feeling of loneliness. Because when, when you start feeling lonely, how many know what I'm talking about? You start, you start feeling, all of a sudden you're fine one minute and all, you just start, get this feeling of loneliness comes over and you're like, man, I, I, I got to call somebody. Right? That, that sometimes that's what we do because uh, we're feeling lonely. We need, we, need, we need to communicate with somebody. The, old, the, the only way to get out from underneath loneliness is, is uh, having uh, a relationship with somebody, talking to somebody, uh, being with somebody. How many know what I'm talking about? Amen. And so it's a, there's a tendency of us to pick up the phone and call somebody on the phone and, and try to get out from underneath what we're feeling. Amen. Or turn the television on and try to, try to entertain it away from us. Amen. Because we don't like that feeling. But we need to understand tonight as the church of the living God that when God is calling you to prayer and you start feeling lonely, it's time for you to push everything aside and get in a room by yourself. Shut the door to your prayer closet and begin to call on the name of the Lord. And I'm telling you right now, the uh, He's wanting to change something in your life or change something in someone else's life because it only happens through prayer. He'll change the circumstance, change the atmosphere, change the feeling, change the dynamic of the relationship. Come on, change the job. Amen. Amen. That's an inside joke. How many know what I'm talking about? Amen. We need to we need to focus on prayer. Amen. I believe stepping into 2022, 
I mean, it sounds weird saying that. 2022, we need to focus on prayer. Amen. We need to focus on a relationship with God. We need to focus on uh, burning incense continually before the Lord. Amen. We need to focus on changing the atmosphere of our hearts, changing the atmosphere of our minds, the atmosphere of our relationships, the atmosphere of our homes. Come on. Getting God involved, getting heavenly involved, getting the presence of God involved in everything that we are and everything that we do. Somebody say amen. Prayer is involved in everything. We talked about uh, on Sunday how Jesus came into the temple and uh, they were doing things in the temple they shouldn't have been doing. They they, They had turned the temple into something that it shouldn't be. Amen. Somebody say amen. And we immediately start thinking about that building, don't we? But we should start, every time we hear that, we should think about ourselves. We should. When we say the temple has become something it's not supposed to be, we should think, is that me? Have I allowed things in my life that has made my temple something that God has not purposed for it to be? Because he said, my house... He comes in because it's his house. And he, he runs everybody out with, with a whip. Runs all the people that aren't operating the way that they should. He runs them out. Amen. If they're not there to pray. <laughs> how is it? David did. Get them out. Right? If they're not there to pray. Because the purpose of the house is prayer. Amen. The purpose is prayer. Somebody say it's prayer. My house shall be called a house of prayer for all people. Amen. It's it's a house built for prayer. Amen. It's not built for merchandise. It's not built for money. It's not built for sex. It's not built for for alcohol. It's not built for drugs. It's not built for pornography. It's not built for entertainment. It's built for prayer. Come on. My house shall be called a house of prayer. This house that he fashioned that, 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 that houses my spirit was built for the presence of the Lord. It was built for prayer. It was built for communion with God. It wasn't built for all this other stuff that we try to make more important than prayer. My house shall be called a house of prayer. And if prayer's not involved, then we need to get it out. Come on. I want to tell, tell somebody tonight, if we, would, if we would deal with everything in our lives according to prayer, if it was the centerpiece for everything that we did, everything that we thought, everything that we said, every path we decided to walk down, every relationship we decided to get into, if it was the centerpiece, we would be in the divine, perfect, divine will of God, doing the will of God with all of our hearts. We need to clean out our house and get prayer back at the center. Somebody say amen. At the center of our lives. Amen. Continually. Somebody say continually. Perpetually. Burning. 
It makes living for God easy. If we try to live for God without praying, it's going to be hard. Because there's a, there's a lot of things that we're asked to walk away from. That without the presence of God in exchange for those things. Leaves us in a spirit of maybe bitterness and resentment. Uh, the altar of incense, I said it a couple times, covers up everything else. Covers up the, the, all the other smells. Covers up all the other spirits. Amen. Nothing can, could, could, could exist above the smell of the incense. Do you, have you ever been to a slaughterhouse? Stinks, don't it? What's it smell like? Death. Smells like death. Do you know the temple was a slaughterhouse? That's where stuff died. <laughs> that big altar, brazen altar. <sighs> Kill that sacrifice. Fire falls, burning flesh. Stench of the hair. The, the skin. And, right? There's a lot of death involved. In living for God. Come on somebody. But when the people would come in. They wouldn't smell that. They would smell the incense. The incense. When they, when they came in. They, they, they didn't smell the death. They smelled the incense. Because the incense was continually burning. It never went out. It, it, it was never supposed to stop burning. It was a. It was a continually burning and smell. They would cover it up everything. And so when they'd come in, they'd say, oh, yes, I love that smell. Right? It smells great. And we got things dying. But they're like, man, it smells good. Man, that smells good. Uh, uh, it, it, it makes living for God easy. It, it makes giving up things for the Lord easy when you're when you're continually in relationship with him. But what happens if you stop praying? Come on. What well, what happens if the incense goes away? Think about it. What happens if it if the church stops praying? And there's no there's no prayer. There's nobody burning incense anymore. 
Nobody's on their knees anymore. Nobody's, nobody's praying for the service. Nobody's praying for the loss. Nobody's praying for the drug addict. Nobody's praying for those that are in prison. Those are in a hospital. Nobody's praying. Nobody's burning incense. Nobody's praying for, the, for, for that next blind man that's going to walk through the door to be healed. Nobody's, nobody's praying for that marriage to be healed. Nobody's, nobody's praying for these, these lost, wandering souls that are stumbling into our church on a weekly basis and coming and sitting in our pews. It, it, what if... What if we stop burning incense? What are they going to smell? They're going to smell death. Let me tell you something. When people come in and smell death, come on. Amen. We don't... uh, they come in and they, all they all they smell is rules. Come on. All they smell is laws. All they smell is what I got to give up. I you mean I can't? You mean I can't have sex before marriage? What? What are you talking about? I I can't live like that. Right. I, I can't I can't give that up. I can't walk away from that. That, that. That's too much to ask. Amen. But 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 when you're when you're involved in a body and a church that understands the power of prayer and understands what prayer really is and how prayer sets the atmosphere and prayer is the invites the presence of God in and when people come in the building they don't think about what they got to walk away from. They, they they think about what they're stepping into. Come on, stepping into glory, stepping into the call of God, stepping into the purpose of the Lord stepping into the eternal presence of God which is more valuable than anything this earth has to offer come on there's got to be an understanding that prayer is the most important piece in the holy place amen it's got to be first It's got to be above everything else. When these doors crack open at 9 o'clock on Sunday morning, we ought to be beating the door down, trying to get in a prayer room to create an atmosphere for the presence of God. There's going to be a drug addict here. i got to burn some incense so that they get saved. i got to burn some incense so they can feel God. i got to burn some incense so that when they walk in the church, they can smell the presence of the Lord. They can smell His peace. They can smell his joy. They can smell his love. Come on, when the doors are open, we got to spend some time in prayer. Come on, we should be open in this church every day of the week and have people in here praying for the presence of God, praying for revival in our community, praying for our families to be saved, praying for deliverance. Can anybody feel that tonight? There should be a surge of prayer, a surge of the body of Christ, an understanding that if we don't pray, it's not going to happen. Come on, stand with me all over the building and lift your hands to the Lord and say, I'm going to pray. I'm going to do my part. I'm going to take part in the burning of the incense. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm going to change the atmosphere of my heart. I'm going to change the atmosphere of my mind. I'm going to change the atmosphere of my home. I'm going to make prayer a priority again.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. I'm going to make prayer a priority again. Come to the music. We were made. We were made for prayer. We were made to house the presence, the very presence of God. Mm. There are times that we only seek God when we need something. Or we only pray when we're going through a struggle. We only pray when there's something that we're up against that we don't have the answer for. I want to be known for prayer. Mm -mm. I want to be known for being a man of prayer. I want to be known for have a church that is full of prayer. You show me a church that knows how to pray. And I'll show you a church that is on fire. I'll show you a growing church, a powerful church. Just coming in and singing the songs. It's not enough. Just coming in and, and, and trying to preach the word. It's not enough. Because none of it, none of it works without prayer. And we read in the, in, the, in the chapter that we, that we started with, while they operated with the candlestick and while they ate the showbread, they were, they were burning incense. Amen. They were, uh, it, it, was, it was a natural thing because uh, they started with the incense and then they took care of everything else. But the incense set the tone for everything else that needed to be done. Come on. And once they got into burning the incense, the incense just kept burning. Amen. It just kept flowing. Amen. I want to tell you today, you start your day with prayer and it will continue to burn all throughout the day. It will burn in your spirit. Amen. It will burn in your heart as you go about your daily routine doing what you have to do. There will be a burning going on on the inside of you. A perpetual burning of incense before the Lord. You will, you will have your mind upon Him. stayed upon Him. Thinking of godly thoughts. Uh, communing with the Lord. Because that's what we were made for. Some of us have dealt with some serious issues.
the last year. There's people with anxiety, people with fear, people dealing with financial trouble, loss of a spouse, friends failing and falling away. Amen. People walking away from the Lord. There's all, there's all kinds of things that we can get uptight about and frustrated about. Let me tell you what's going to change the atmosphere. It's going to be prayer. There is a frustration that I feel in my spirit. I felt felt it for the last couple of weeks. Just a a frustration. Uh, Like, you know, you get frustrated when Things you want to happen don't happen, right? And I think frustration is a fruit of having a control problem. Because if it don't change in the, the timing that I think it should change, I get frustrated with it. How many know what I'm talking about? That's real. And we all deal with that. That's not something that one person deals with. We all deal with it. But frustration can get you on the wrong path. Come on. Frustrated with circumstance. Frustrated with how things are happening. We're we're, we're frustrated to the point where we don't even want to do it anymore. Come on. But how many know the only way to change the atmosphere is to pray. Pray about it. Come boldly before the throne of grace. Amen. Get in a a prayer meeting with God and find out how good He is. Come on. Find out how powerful He is. Find out how, how, how much wisdom He really has. Amen. And you come out of a prayer meeting with a different mindset. I don't know about you. But I need a change in my atmosphere. Cambridge needs a change in the atmosphere. Come on. Amen. There's people that need to experience what we have. They need to know that God is all powerful. They need to know that he's all knowing. They need to know that he loves them and cares about them. And that they can commune with him. It's time to lay everything aside and just get back to prayer. Amen. Just get back to prayer. Just pray. Just lay it aside and pray. Amen. I can't fix it. I'm going to pray. I'm not going to try to fix it anymore. I'm just going to pray. I'm not going to try to change it anymore. I'm just going to try to pray. Amen. I'm just going to pray. I'm going to do what I know. Amen. Because God said, if I burn incense before him, amen, before the mercy seat, the presence of God would descend upon that mercy seat. And I would be able to experience what I need from him. It all happens through prayer. 
It all happens through prayer. I know every one of us have things that we need to pray about. Things that we need God to do. Things we need Him to change. What do you say that we we make a covenant with one another? That we're gonna we're gonna pray like we've never prayed before. And we're not gonna talk about it until we pray about it. Come on, somebody. Amen. We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk negative about it until we pray about it. I'm sorry. I, I can't. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to make an altar call, but I, I can't stop. Because there's too many negative spirits. There's, there's, there's too many things that we've allowed in to control the thought process. There's, there's too many things that are, that are dictating the path other than the, 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 the spirit of prayer. Amen. There's, there's too many things that are, that are operating in the atmosphere and things that we can smell over top of the incense because we've allowed those things to burn on the altar of our hearts over, over prayer before the Lord. Amen. We've allowed negativity to burn on the altar. We've allowed, we've allowed anger to burn on the altar. We've allowed, we've allowed willfulness to burn on the altar. We've allowed selfishness to burn on the altar. Come on. We've allowed backbiting and tailbearing to burn on the altar. But I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm tired of smelling that. I'm tired of that stench. It's time that we change the atmosphere. I don't know about anybody else, but I need a change of atmosphere. I need something fresh. I need a fresh word from the Lord. I need I need to smell that sweet aroma of the presence of God again. I, I need to smell that aroma of sweet communion with God. Lord, I'm going to lay it all aside and get alone with you. God, it's most important to me. I'm going to make it my number one priority over everything else that I deem important, over my job, over my family, over my finances, over my hobbies. I'm going to lay it aside and I'm going to make time for you. Come on, why don't you run to this altar tonight? Find a place to pray and just call on the name of the Lord right now. I need a change of atmosphere. Come on. There's people that need the presence of God. There's people that need uh, deliverance. There's people that need peace. Oh, don't let strange fire burn on your altar. Come on, don't let strange incense burn on your altar. Don't let fear burn on your altar. You have access to the Holy of Holies. You have access to the presence of God. Come on, don't let frustration burn on your altar. Call on the name of the Lord. Let His presence rush over you and fill your heart with peace and with joy and with love again, with hope, with strength, with faith. You can make it. You're going to make it. You can overcome it. You're going to overcome it. You can do it. 
in the presence of God. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen. Not on my own, but if I can just find a place of prayer, if I can just get alone with Him, if I can just get a word from the Lord, if I can just feel His presence, I'll have enough to go on. It's not going to be an interruption in the burning of my incense. Lord, I make a covenant with you. I'm yours. I'm yours. It's most holy to the Lord. It's most holy to the Lord. You wonder what God cares about most. He cares about spending time with you, touching you, hearing the cry of your heart hearing the praise of your lips. Hallelujah. Kneeling before Him. Crying before Him. Worshiping before Him. Dancing before Him. In worship and in prayer. Oh, it's most holy unto the Lord. Yes. Yes, that's it. Come on. It's most holy. Come on, take us. Take us there, Lord. Places that we've never been. In prayer. Intercession, Lord. Take us there, God. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Take us there, Lord. I pray, God. Take us higher, Lord. Further. Oh, it's only through prayer. It's only through prayer. Come on. It's in prayer that I give myself to the Lord. It's in prayer that He pulls me close. It's in prayer that He cuts things off of me. It's in prayer that He prepares me for my future. It's in prayer that I become the man that I've been called to be. Come on, it's in prayer and communion with Him where I become like Jesus Christ. It's in prayer. It's in prayer. Oh, God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, I'm yours. I'm yours, Jesus. <laughs> I'm yours, Lord. I'm yours, Jesus. I'm yours, Jesus. Thanks again for listening to the Anchor Church of Cambridge podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up with our weekly sermons. If you are in the Cambridge area, we invite you to join us on Sundays at 11 a.m. Again, thanks for listening and we hope to see you soon.